welcome to my new podcast um it's still on the same page as the sunny side up podcast but i've kind of changed direction i kind of changed what i kind of want to do with the podcast before it was just for fun just getting to know my friends just as a as i said before it was just to help for me it was more for me i guess for me to remember how it was like to be in high school remember this era in my life um but i kind of noticed that i wasn't as motivated to do those things unless there was a guest on the show which i kind of i don't want it to be just guest based i want to be able to do a show on my own as well so yeah i I, as i'm recording this i really don't know the name that i've chosen (laughs) yet but i think this is a better direction than i'm going in and i think it'll be a lot more helpful for people so (laughs) so i am a part of a service i would consider a service it's a leadership club and it's a feminist club at our school called we for she and um i'm an executive member team member (laughs) um um our goal with we for she is to create a safe environment where we can discuss topics that we usually don't discuss such as like racism um sexism those discriminate like things that you see in our world today that discriminate against one group of people and those are just small examples there are other things that we all can talk about um but those are like the main categories i guess and i kind of want to talk about that here more i want to talk about the things that we usually don't talk about or the things that may seem scary to talk about such as bullying and sexism as i said before um like the bad parts of being a teenager not just the school and fun things you know the the negative mental like the negative mental impacts of school and the stress of ib in school on our on students um and just how toxic that cycle can be the cycle of just work and stress and that stuff and i kind of wanted to kick it off talking about um the school the mental health aspects because i think a lot of people in our school that i know of do struggle with the stress aspect of school and then it's not just something that I go through. It's not just something that my friends go through. I think it's just collectively everyone is just stressed out all the time. Um, whether it be because of like school grades or like social pressures and stuff like that. Um, I want to be able to connect more with my school and just people in general. I want to make people feel like they're not alone. Because I think when I'm struggling the most, I feel like i'm alone in the world and that well i create like a pity party for myself which obviously isn't the best thing to do in that situation um (laughs) i think having someone there letting you know that you're not alone 
it's okay it's gonna be okay i think that's very comforting for me and hopefully will be for others and obviously my experience isn't no i'm not gonna do that to myself (laughs) i always do that where i'm like i like talk negatively about myself and that's one thing i am working on changing because yeah (laughs) and i know that a lot of people in my grade especially are struggling with it because of ib everything's ramping up everything matters in junior year um just stuff like that today as a prime example of just negative effects of like stress and school um basically i had a psychology test today and it was one of our first times it was our first time closed book handwritten tests so we had done closed book types tests open book handwritten but it was this was our first closed book handwritten test and i was super stressed because well, obviously it's a test <laughs> we stressed out it's a test for our quarter reports so i stayed up all night like studying i studied like a lot of days <laughs> and it w- i slept at like 4 a.m i woke up at 5 to continue studying because i had psychology first block of school and i woke up at 5 and i like almost had a full-on panic attack I was like, I'm not ready for this test. I'm not going to go to school today. Like, I just can't do it. I can't take the test. I don't know anything. I feel so stupid. And obviously, those negative things that I was talking about, um, like the negative <laughs> words in my head, the negative voice in my head. Um, but I, I went to school. <laughs> I t- took it. But I was so drained and tired for the rest of the day. I still am today. I took a nap but I mean you know that's not gonna fix anything (laughs) um I think in those moments you have to realize that so it's okay to like not do well on a test you know it's not the end of the world and everything's gonna be fine (laughs) at the end of the day everything is gonna be fine you're gonna be fine I did I was fine today even if even though I felt like in the moment I was like I can't do this you can't do it you're prepared if you studied in advance you got this okay I don't know <laughs> I feel so awkward <laughs> but I was ready it was just I felt so unprepared because it was our first time doing an exam like that and I didn't really necessarily know how to study for it um but I think this is not like an isolated incident um like for me like staying up all night and studying that stuff that is not healthy at all don't do that don't stay up all night and study that's not like very useful I don't think like maybe you can stay up to like 12 or 1 or something one day if you have a test an important test the next day but like staying up to like 4 a.m. is not beneficial. Like at that point, your brain is not working at maximum capacity. It's like probably working at like 1% capacity, honestly. And you're just like wasting time when you could be sleeping, recharging, getting prepared that way. Because sleep is also a very important part in how well you do in the test. Um, and I know that I'm not the only one in my class that was freaking out about it last night. Um, 
my whole class was like freaking out about it in the group chat and i called my friend and him and i like he also stayed up pretty late um but we were like freaking out about it um i think we just stopped freaking out about stuff honestly i think that's a something that especially i've noticed with my psychology class we always like freak out last minute <laughs> and i think we should try and like minimize that because if a whole group collectively freaks out it just like makes it so much worse for every single person in that group you know so try, try. i think yeah <laughs> i also like fall into that sometimes um and then just the whole day i felt like lethargic and just unmotivated and if i had another test that day i would have literally like failed the test because the psychology test was so draining all around you know i was sitting in my science class with my friend and she also took the psychology test that day and we were just both like looking at our science worksheets and we're like i i, I don't remember any of this because all i can remember is like my psych stuff and this is making me really nervous and anxious about our world exams and our end of year exams this year but the world exams at the end of next year which is six classes of exams of everything we've learned in the past two years honestly that's so stressful <laughs> i don't even want to think about that but i can't believe we have to do that yeah that's i think we should like talk about with our grade just mechanisms and methods to calm yourself calm yourself down and you know cope in those situations because i think a lot of us don't know how to do that and we always cope in like they, they probably cope in negative ways like my negative way of coping is eating food which i know is not good <laughs> not just good food i eat like marshmallows and like candy and like ice cream and i was doing the last night as well i had a lot of marshmallows <laughs> and chocolate and stuff like that and that's not good for your brain i don't like those foods are not good for you um if you have too much of it you know L like i was yesterday um so i think there should we should try to teach let people know and like help them implement new coping mechanisms um i think one that i'm trying to implement is like meditation um but the problem with that is i honestly it's hard for me to like stay quiet and still for that long of a time you know my brain is always like wandering around but i can do it it's just it isn't the most fun for me and I've tried to like get into a habit of doing it and like doing it over a couple weeks and stuff like that, but I still just didn't enjoy it too much. It kind of felt like I was forcing myself to do it. Um, and like, I think I've noticed recently that I need to have, so it's like, I need to have unknown music that's kind of loud blasting in my ears when I'm studying to help me focus on the topic that I'm, like focus on the thing I'm doing. So if I know the song, and I have a connection to it, then I can't focus on my studying. But if I don't know the song at all, I can push it to the back of my brain and distract that part 
while I work. I have no idea. <laughs> That's just... Yeah. <laughs> and music has been in a way for me to cope as well recently. Um, When I'm really, really stressed out or like in class where I really just like feel like I'm about to have a panic attack or feel really bad. I will take my phone and my earphones to the bathroom. I'll blast a song in my headphones. Dance for the song and then I'll go back to class. <laughs> and I also do that in my room as well. I think that's very, very fun. And it like refreshes your brain. It wakes me up. It helps me focus more, like better, more like, <laughs> helps me focus better in class. Um, I think I usually have to do it during my language classes and yeah German language classes I usually do it during English and Chinese class because those classes are so like draining on my brain so I always have to go back I like to the bathroom and like calm myself down but like it's okay <laughs> um those are how I that's how I cope um I'm sure there's a bunch of other methods you could do drawing, those things. Um, but I, another problem with that is, I know that it's not just me. I know I've talked about, I've talked about this to a lot of my, with a lot of my friends. But when you're not doing work, you just feel ten times more stressed out because you're not doing work, and you're like, I should be doing something, but I'm not. So I feel so guilty, you know. And I kind of was really bad, bad with that. I felt that a lot in, towards the beginning of this year, especially with swimming and everything like that. Um, but I think now it's calmed down a little bit. I've gotten everything out of the way. I got the SATs out of the way, took them last week. I'm never taking them again. I hate the SATs. I, I, it's my third time taking it. Thank goodness I'm over with that. It was taking up a lot of time and like just space in my brain so I can finally focus 100% on school. Um, swimming is still very important in my life. Um, but I think I was putting way too much pressure on myself to, in the beginning of the year to s get, get faster all of a sudden. Blah, blah, blah. I think I still want to improve, obviously, but I don't. My expectations for myself are a little bit more realistic um, and achievable right now especially like because our school closed down a couple like a couple weeks ago and then we just opened up recently and stuff like that so in midst this craziness i think having too high an expectation for myself is just gonna ruin me mentally make me feel like absolute crap So all of, overall, I feel a lot less pressure, but I still feel that guilt of, I should be studying, but I'm journaling instead, like, I feel so guilty, blah, 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 and I, in that, I think in that moment, you have to realize that you have to do things to take care of yourself, you have to do things that make you feel good in order for you to perform better while you're studying, you know, studying all the time really hard is not the most effective way to that was so aggressive. It's not the most effective way to um, 
you know just learn the content and stuff so yeah study smarter not harder i think that is something i've tried to adopt over the past like month or so especially in 2021 because in 2020 i think i had a lot of bad habits bad things Oof, i have to stop saying that i just think quarantine really messed me up for a little bit and uh, the rest of the year i was just trying to recover from that but now i feel like a whole new <laughs> whole different person i saw myself in the mirror so a couple times and i'm like i look so different right now i don't know why i think i've just grown a lot more um just i feel like i look very different now than like at the start of the school year <laughs> um another thing i think is like the social pressure aspect <laughs> social aspect of this um just the pressure to withhold like to do all these things and to be good at school and do these clubs and be amazing in your sport and stuff like that and still hang out with your friends and family and like i don't think any of that is necessarily like achievable you know and looking at someone else's life you might think like oh she has it all she has the good grades she has the clubs she has the like friends she has everything but you never really know what's going on in someone's head and behind the scenes you know i think i'm very guilty of this one of my friends i would always look at her life and be like she has it all like i'm literally so bad compared to her and like she how is she balancing all of this so well she has like all these sports she has school she has like all the clubs she take like she's taking really hard classes she has good grades um she's like you know and but then i have to realize that from the outside i probably look like that as well you know from the outside i probably look like i have my life together i've, I've heard from a lot of my friends they're like yeah you like they think of me in that kind of way as well like i have my life together i have everything together like but i personally don't think that about myself because i know what goes on behind closed doors so i think that's the same with how you should approach someone else you never know what's going on inside of their head you never know what's going on at home you never know what's going on behind the scenes so you can't just like assume you know everything about a person just because you're friends with them you know it's just and you can't create like don't compare yourself to the person you created of like don't compare yourself to a person that doesn't exist yeah and like especially with social media that just amplifies it so much like more and like celebrities you're looking at these people your age looking like you're like i see charlie's amelia doing all these book deals and all that stuff i'm like why am i not doing that why am i like here going to school and stuff like that that i have thought that many times <laughs> um but i think you have to realize that you never know what's going on behind closed doors it's you really don't and even if someone tries to portray themselves as like perfect and stuff like that nobody's perfect you know no human is 100 percent perfect all the time they have their ups and downs as well they just don't post about it and you have your ups and downs as well but you don't post about it so try to be less harsh on yourself and 
less strict and less like critis crit critical <laughs> of yourself. I think I also have to. I'm learning to stop doing that. I'm learning to allow me to make mistakes. Because we're, at the end of the day, we're all human. We all make mistakes. You can't really stop that, and that's how you grow and learn. Is you make mistakes, and I know it's scary, but you gotta ex accept yourself fully, and you can't really compare yourself to anyone else. And if it's something like you're not working as hard as you could, then that's something you could fix. Don't like try to focus on things you can't fix, such as like how you look and stuff like that. Um, oh my god, looks is another really, like, big part, I feel like, of my stress. Because <laughs> I always see all these... Okay, let's dive into that. So, I think there's a um, trigger warning, maybe? I'm not really sure what I want to talk about yet. <laughs> I'll just see where my brain takes me, but yeah, trigger warning. Um, we might talk about some sensitive topics, so if you don't want to listen to it, just we can leave the podcast now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> okay, so I think I, from a young age, I had social media at a very young age. I think I was one of the youngest people that I know. Like, out of all my friends, I was the youngest to have um, social media and to have a phone. This was when I was um, in Hong Kong, and <laughs> um, the people there are a lot more trendy, <laughs> quote unquote trendy, and like more caught up with like the trends and stuff than the people here. Um, and I got an Instagram, I think, when I was third grade, and then I got a Snapchat third grade as well, I think, and. I mean, at that time, I don't think that had a big impact on me because I didn't know what Instagram was. I was just, like, posting pictures. <laughs> um, and I seriously didn't know how to use Snapchat. I didn't know how to use Snapchat until sixth grade, maybe. I was like, I don't know what streaks is. I don't know what any of this is. I was like... <sighs> but then um, I got addicted to it a little bit. But we can talk about that at another time. But <laughs> So I think... A lot of what people post about themselves on social media, you don't know the full backstory, so you can't really compare yourself to that. Um, that's what I, I'm like trying to do as well. I used to always compare myself to like Kendall Jenner and all these models and all the Victoria's Secret models. I would like wear uh, on my underwear and my bra and be like standing in front of the mirror and be like, why am I like this, you know? But then that was i had a really negative mindset about that back in ninth grade and tenth grade i think um especially ninth grade i think i have a lot of experiences in ninth grade that i could talk about um about mental health and all that stuff and body image all of that i think i'm kind of grateful that i experienced all of that in ninth grade and then i kind of experience it less now i do like struggle with it sometimes but not to the degree that i did in ninth grade um obviously it comes with puberty and stuff like that i don't think it happens to everyone but i think i can talk about it just to raise awareness and just try and help others out because i think I, if i had other people around 
if I had people like like this and like making me feel not alone then I don't think I would have done the stuff that I did um but I was super critical about my body um in ninth grade summer ninth grade tenth grade summer I would like stand in front of the mirror every single day I would weigh myself every single day and that stuff and like all the stuff that wasn't good for you like it wasn't healthy to do every single day um if I went up 0.1 pound I would not eat that day and stuff like that and that made me lose all my muscle mass I became so like skinny and I wasn't able to move in the water because I just had no muscle on my body and I think recently I've become to love how muscle looks on my body and I want to grow bigger I want to work harder I want to lift more weights so I can grow my muscles more I think muscles are beautiful and now I'm a little bit more bulky than I was before but I I mean I want to become the best shape that I can be for swimming not for how I look you know I think right now in this moment of time moment in time like swimming is more important to me than how I look and I want to be able to like have the muscles all my body in order to swim and I think I kind of realized that and I was like in quarantine I was like I don't want to just like shape my body like to make it look nicer I want to look like the looks don't matter it's just what my body can do how much can I lift how much can I how fast can I swim I didn't think that switch was very important for me and I was able to achieve all my body goals I guess you could call them in the past like in the past I was like I want a six pack but then those things just came because I worked like in the gym it's not I didn't like do specific things to make sure I got a six pack but I those workouts just like led to having a six pack (laughs) um your focus shouldn't be on how you look especially when you're going to the gym I mean that could be a part of it but I think you achieve a lot more if you're focused on what you can do with your body such as like lifting 100 pounds or lifting like 100 kilos just that stuff (laughs) I think that can help with like getting over the initial like mental block where you're like i'm not seeing any results like i look the same but that's not how you like your look is not how you measure improvement in the gym i think same with swimming so i i try to be less critical i am less critical now about how i look but um i don't just let myself eat whatever i want whenever i want i i do intuitive eat I do intuitive eating, but I won't let myself eat, like, ten cakes at a time. Unless I have a test or something. <laughs> Which I'm, like, a little bit more lenient. Um, but I think you can intuitive eat. And, like, it can still be unhealthy if you eat really processed food and stuff like that all the time. So even if people are like intuitive eating, your body knows what you want, blah, blah, blah. If you intuitive eat and you eat McDonald's every single day for every meal, that's not healthy, <laughs> you know? I think intuitive eating is like 
eating what your body craves, but also eating a balanced diet. <laughs> so, I've seen a lot of like stuff like that on YouTube, like talking about intuitive eating. And there was a YouTuber, I think recently, she like really popped off during quarantine about like because she was um Linda Sun, I think that's her name. Um, I used to watch her a lot, but then I kind of stopped watching her recently because I kind of noticed that like a lot of her videos are really focused on like the f- like the mental aspects of it, and I kind of was like, I don't want to watch it because it's I'm scared it's gonna make me relapse or something, you know. Yeah, hopefully I don't want to do that with this podcast. Blah, 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 blah. So. <laughs> yeah okay i think that's the end of this episode actually that was let me open my computer that's the end of this episode that was 30 minutes wow (laughs) i think um this is gonna be a lot more fun for me because i can do a lot of different topics and stuff and not run out of things to say because i kind of ran out of things to say for the original sunset podcast (laughs) Um, I just hope that the quality is good because last time I recorded a podcast like with my mic, it, the quality was really bad. Maybe do I hold it like this? I kind of feel like this is too intimate. <laughs> so, um, I think my next topic is gonna be acne. I really want to talk about that because I struggled with that for a really long time. Um, or like social media. I personally have not dealt with any like alcohol, drug use, smoking, any of that. So it's kind of hard for me to talk about. But I think I might have some people on to talk about it. Because, yeah. I really have not done anything like crazy, maybe. (laughs) So I'll have some people on maybe to talk about that stuff. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Bye, and I hope you enjoy.